Eric. Okay, tons to get to on this podcast episode. We we've got Sarah. How you you feeling? All right. (laughs) What are you? Four weeks away. Thirty-four weeks pregnant. Yes. I know. Isn't it crazy? And you know I get to do your Like It or Not once a week on Tuesday night. Yeah. So they, I volunteered to have the baby live on Like It or Not. And I gotta say, I think Jim Loke likes the idea. Yeah, like oddly likes it a lot, I think. <laughs> I, do too. I agree. I think oddly he seems to bring it out. He's he he kinda wants me to, I think. So Yeah, the problem with that though is you better you better deliver within the twenty, you know, eight minutes or it'll it'll be happening during TMZ. Yeah, exactly. yeah I don't think Harvey Levin's gonna let me cut in. So um We'll stay live we'll call it breaking news and we'll just stay live. I mean, I, yeah, we are like just weeks away. It's crazy. 34 weeks today. We have six weeks to go, maybe less. Cause you know, my little guy is like measuring really large, but, um, yeah, it's nuts. It's like getting yeah. countdown. It, it's exciting though. It, it, I'm so excited. I can't wait to meet him. I mean, we are panicked like once he's here. Cause I think I know I've said this to you and on the podcast, we've never shared a pet together and we have only two plants that have survived. Like, this <laughs> Oh, God. I'm getting nervous. Uh, Hopefully we don't have to call social services, you know, within, you know, a few weeks. Nah, (laughs) you're going to be fine. Yeah. So anyway. So, by the way, real quick, before we get into the podcast, I've been following your, um, I hate this watch or I hate this gift. My poor husband. It's absolutely hysterical. (laughs) Well, I do. Uh, you know, Dan, I have the best husband. He's he rolls with you know my how crazy I am, and so he rolls with everything. But he is a terrible gift giver, and so for my birthday and Valentine's Day, I felt like crap. The last three gifts he's given me, I've returned earrings, things like that. So he gives me this watch. He's so proud of it, and I'm like, oh my god, I hate this watch so much. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna try to wear this and see if I can like it. And so I did for a while. And then I told him, you know, once in a while, he'll join my Sarah Fraser podcast. I told him this week, I was like, I just, I hate it. And so now yeah. he's like. So he hasn't learned that he needs to get you to send him <laughs> two or three items. And then you just, then he feels like he picked one, but you really picked them all. I know. And this is the thing like he, cause he will say to me, oh no, you know, I think, I think I know what you want. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then he just where he comes up with it. So I'm trying to encourage him, but then I just had to tell him. He's never going to buy me a gift again. Does he know you return these gifts? Yeah, yeah. Like at Christmas, these earrings... I mean, they were nice, but they just weren't my taste. So I returned those, you know, and then, um, oh, then he bought me, okay, I wanted a pair of uh, Jordan sneakers, right? Bought me this pair of Jordans. It didn't fit. So I returned those, and now the watch. I know. Come on, Dan. Do you, by the way, do you buy Kristen? What does Kristen do? Does she send you? I mean, you guys have been married a long time. So do you guys just buy your own gifts now? Do you pick out things? She's a really good gift giver. I used to be a good gift giver, but now I, you know, I, I let her tell me. So like for Christmas, she'll give me a list of, say, 10 things. And by the way, she's always late. Like I asked, I start asking in October and I think I get the list on like December 14th, you know, Oh, here are some things I'd like, you know, it's weird now though. Like, you know, with Amazon and, you know, like, so she'll send me the list. I'll go on Amazon and three, you know, 24 hours later, there's gifts at the door and she knows what they are. And, but um, I mean, you're kind of a boss at this point. Are you at the point of just writing your family checks? Like, are you just like, you know what? Here's, <laughs> you know, look, I'm at this status. Here's a check. Get what you want. Yeah. 
No. Although, you know, no. If it was up to me, yes. I'm a gift <laughs> card guy. Like, just give me the gift card. Let me go buy what I want, when I want. So, but yeah, no, I mean, I love gift cards. My wife hates gift cards. Yeah, hates. the gift card's pretty impersonal. But I could see yeah. you even like writing a check to those, uh, you know, dogs that you adopt too. It's like, you know, here's here's a check for all your medical bills coming up, you know? I mean, it's <laughs> like, you know, you... <laughs> My God, my, my, do- my dogs, get they get treated better than my kids. Oh, I believe it. This dog, how is your new, is it Rosie? Reba. Reba, Reba, that you've adopted from Texas. I mean, it, my God, this dog, what luck, gets adopted yes. by you guys right before like a massive ice storm. She did hit the lottery, I will say. Uh, you know, she, she's sweet. She really is. So she starts training next week because she did. she's still a little bit apprehensive with other dogs. And it depends. Like, you know, there'll be a poodle outside, like, yipping at her. And she just walks by. And then there's this, like, lovable Labrador who she wants to attack. I'm like, what are you doing? Reba like, goes nuts. <laughs> she's like so weird but no she's great she's great so we got a lot to talk about i think tons well we've covered our personal lives um yes. but so much in politics i mean where do you andrew cuomo where do you want to start texas no masks mississippi no masks we're you opening up well i am curious to see your comments on andrew cuomo because governor cuomo i feel like is a person we've talked about pr- fairly extensively in the past like eight or nine months yeah complete complete roller coaster so you know so early on you know i personally praised his response which at the time seemed very good his press conferences like everyone he won an emmy for them uh, but shortly after that, then, you know, the nursing home story broke, which was obviously, you know, terrible. And he kept deflecting and would go on with his brother and they commiserate and laugh and joke. And well, you know, come full circle, you know, a, a few months ago, an, an aide came out and said that the nursing home uh, deaths were greater than first reported intimated or alleged that not that there was necessarily a cover-up but that um you know it certainly wasn't you know on the up and up in terms of full transparency and disclosure in terms of what rules and 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 orders and how many people passed well then you know now there's been a series of what appear to be very credible uh, harassment slash inappropriate comment uh you know, uh, with with both an aide, uh, I believe one is a reporter or former reporter. So uh, there's been three. He wanted to uh, assign an internal investigator, got terrible pushback as he should have. So now the attorney general is going to, I believe, assign an independent investigator to to look into these things. Well, it was uh, because wasn't the 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 initial person that he chose was like a friend, right? Yeah, yeah a friend yeah, of a yeah, friend yeah. or oh. something. Yeah, that was. I know, so this is New York politics at its finest. Um, you know, then he came out and he apologized and he said they were comments clearly you know inappropriate of in nature but in no way was he harassing anyone there was no intent there to harass uh so he kind of came out with a, a quasi apology 
And um, so we'll see where it goes. He says he's not going to resign. Um, you know, we'll see what the investigation, you know, bears out. But uh, and then Bill de Blasio, who obviously they have a terrible relationship, the mayor of New York City yeah. came out and criticized him. So I think it's become a feeding frenzy, even Democrat on Democrat in New York State. You know, obviously it's run by mostly Democrats, except, you know, some pockets and until you get maybe upstate. Uh, so it, it's very interesting. There's like a power play going on in addition to obviously trying to get to the, you know, um, the facts on, on exactly what, what what he did, how he acted um, and, and, then, and then go from there. So, yeah, it's. Um, it's, it's an interesting turn of events for a guy who won an Emmy and was getting like, all these accolades. Uh, At the during, start, you know, yeah. He was sort of what the found, model person. But, but from, from a journalistic standpoint, what I did find interesting and frankly, you know, not right was, so Chris Cuomo, obviously, main anchor, uh, CNN, primetime, would have his brother on consistently to discuss COVID and other things, you know, all the positives at the time that, you know, appeared to be going on in New York and, and the response and, and so forth. And now, in light of this, he comes out with a statement that says he can't report on it. Well, if you can report on the good, then you can't report on the bad. Then that, that seems to be a little interesting twist of, you know, I don't think he should have been interviewing his brother in the first place, um, good or bad. So to me, yeah. I think he shouldn't be covering this, but he shouldn't have been also having him on and, you know, you know, not covering the nursing home story and not covering some other things, you know, you know, you know, through the summer and, and all those times that he had him on. So. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes. That's a fascinating take, actually, because at first I sort of thought, well, that kind of makes sense because he's not. Oh, gonna- no, it does make sense now. But then he shouldn't have had him on. Like to me, you can't have it both ways. You can't, you know, interview your brother and laugh and joke and, and not get into the nursing home story in a serious nature. And then when things are going bad for your brother or the news is negative, um, say you can't talk about it or cover it. It just seems very, very, you know. Yeah, I mean, that is in hindsight now that you say it. Because at first, you know, when Chris Cuomo was having his um, brother on, it was sort of like, well, part of it was getting information out about COVID. But I know it's a fine line because it is family. So, you know, and then they would joke and, you know, people had a problem with the joking, right? Remember, people were like, look, this is really serious. People are dying. You guys shouldn't be joking. They got heat for that. I I know we would never have, you know, Steve Shenavy interview his brother about COVID. We just wouldn't. I mean, you know, I would I would have, you know, Jeanette do it if if obviously if Steve had a brother that was somehow involved in in COVID and and governing or leadership or whatever, uh, we'd have another person do it. And so, you know, but that's just, you know, yeah. Different network, obviously their call, you know, that they made. Um, All right, let's talk, you know, there's some big stories I'm curious about your take on. One is out of Berkeley, California, about a school board member who was caught this week essentially taking his child to a, I don't know if it was a nursery school or a kindergarten, Um, but then- Yeah, in person. But but, but basically, in his own district, holding up very strict restrictions of not allowing kids. I believe it was a union president. Or a union yes. leader. Yes, 
I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Yeah, no, that's fine. And uh, yeah, and was caught actually taking um, her child to um, in-person learning. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, it's we've talked about this. It, it's just hypocritical. Um, we've seen it over and over again, both you know, with with Republicans, with Democrats, with politicians. Um, this is just another example. Um, you know, we've talked about this at at, at length. The, the teacher unions in in many districts and states continue to move the goalpost about teachers returning. Okay, and but I've said it. Go ahead. I'm curious. All right. So, and by the way, you're right. So, it, it was the dad. He's the president of the Berkeley Teachers Union. He was dropping off his two year old daughter at an in person preschool. Matt Meyer is the president of the Berkeley Federation of Teachers and has fought for what he called the quote gold standard for teachers he represents, saying Berkeley schools should only reopen to in person learning when educators are vaccinated, uh, among uh, other criteria. So, mm-hmm. but okay, why do you? He's. Why do you think that he's doing this then? What what is the political motivation for them doing this? Because that's how they think. I mean, listen, in in his position as union president, he does represent the teachers and he should be advocating for their, you know, the standards that they believe should be required to return to work. And, and obviously contracts and 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 salaries and and so forth. But at the same time, then in your personal life, you know, you're not holding up the standards that you're trying to get from from the districts. Uh, you know, I, I've said this and I've been critical of teacher unions for a long time, going back to even when I was general manager in Philadelphia. Teacher unions, don't, in my opinion, do not care about the students. They're there to represent the teachers. My, my 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 criticism historically has always been that teacher unions, you know, public sector unions, you know, f- fundraise and help elect the politicians. They then sit down and negotiate contracts with and policies and whether they should return or not return. And the taxpayers and the students have no seat at the table and they always get left behind. So, um, you know, to me, we've heard for years and years, and, and listen, I have a lot of friends who are teachers, and, you know, teachers are an, a, a, a critical piece of, of it, learning. I mean, everything we do for, for students, right, from, 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 from nursery school all the way up to, to, through college and so forth. And, and there's many who, you know, are underpaid, work their butts off, care about the students. But if you're essential so many, every sector of essential employees has been working through COVID in person, except yeah. teachers, except teachers, right? I mean, from frontline, you know, healthcare workers, frontline uh, first responders, grocery store workers, restaurants, delivery, Amazon delivery people, um, uh, my reporters, my photographers, my tech people who've come in, who come into the building have not stopped. Why have teachers gotten a pass? I, I, I you know, and, and by the way, it's been done very successfully in many areas. You know, Connecticut in particular, where my niece and nephew are, they, you know, the tremendous credit 
to that school district and the state of Connecticut. You know, from, from, from keeping kids in person a few days a week to now even more, to keeping sports going so kids have opportunities at college and socialization and so forth, and to vaccine rollout. You know, I don't know. Connecticut hasn't gotten enough credit. Democratic governor, uh, they they they're they they're gold standard in terms of how you know. And again, it's a small state; hasn't gotten a lot of press, right? But um, so you know, uh, I don't. know. It's just frustrating. It's it, it's just very frustrating. Has any progress you know, been made in Montgomery County with reopening? Schools. So Montgomery County came out with their plan and it's a phased in plan. Uh, So and again, I don't know it off the top of my head, but certain grades will come back, you know, within the next supposedly few weeks. And then it's phased in through with the last group returning on April 26th. I I mean, what are we doing here? Like, I I don't like I just don't understand. Because April 26th, you feel like is just they're there for a month, essentially, yeah. and then everybody's yeah. out of school anyhow. Yeah. And and by the way, my sense is that'll probably get delayed. I, I just to me, the, the, the districts that are not back yet have failed their students, have failed completely and utterly lack of creativity, lack of conviction to get students back in the building at least a couple days a week. Right. So Fairfax County returned students this week. Arlington returned students this week. I mean, to varying degrees. You know, hybrid, some some days on Zoom, some days, you know, inside sports has has started to return. Um, Now, that has started to return in Montgomery County, which which is a good thing. Um, But, you know, again, I think it's, you know, if you got to have, you know, these X, Y and Z policies before teachers return. And then it's, well, the air quality. And then we need HEPA filters. And then we need this guarantee. Now everyone has to be vaccinated and all the students have to be. I mean, it's just like, come on, like enough. enough. One last thing with that Berkeley, you know, uh, story, because certainly um, the 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 president there tried to make a big deal about this. But, you know, that he was a parent essentially came out and videoed him and they blurred out the child's face. But, you know, he was saying he was being stalked and harassed. And I'm like, good. I mean, you are a public. Well, I don't I don't I'm not for stalking or harassing. But yes, I mean, listen, you're a public figure. I mean, what do you think was going to happen? I mean, you can't, and it's not like his personal life is off limits because he's advocating a policy that impacts thousands and thousands of teachers and students, and yet is not applying the same criteria to returning his kid to in-person. And maybe the private school, maybe they were all vaccinated. I don't know all the details specifically, but uh, but very hypocritical. But so, so on the COVID, what's... There was, there was a great article this week, and I, I wish I could give credit to, to who wrote it, but I don't remember off the top of my head, on, I believe it was the Wall Street Journal. And it was a comparison of California and Florida and how all their decisions through COVID, you know, closing, non-closing, opening early, restrictions, no outdoor dining, no indoor dining. Florida opened up much earlier uh vaccination rollout everything and you know it at the end of the day the article's you know conclusion was 
they have almost identical numbers. You know, one has 8,900, one has 8,700 cases per 100,000. The death rates are very, very similar. Um, and then you throw in the fact that Florida's businesses have been able to operate m much more open than California. Vaccine rollout's going well. I mean, it was it was eerily, they're, they're very similar data between the two states, but completely different approaches. So then you start questioning, what was the right approach? You know, did, did you know, I mean, if you really go back to a year ago, it was all about flatten the curve. Right. And then it became about cases. Then it became about positivity rate. And then it became... You know, then we tried to open up a little bit more, and then we had that spike toward the back half of the summer, and everything kind of closed down again, and up and down, and businesses couldn't operate, but big box, small businesses couldn't. Restaurants were crushed, but big box stores remained open. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see when they, you know, when, when they look back on how it was handled. Why you have two states, you know, high, you know, densely populated older communities in Florida, old, older, you know, older citizens, and yet they both seem to be almost identical. Don't you think, though, there's like differences in living situations, though, in Florida and California, like Los Angeles County, right? You know, you've got a lot of multi-generational homes. Um, that seems to be one of the problems, whereas in Florida, you, pro you know, you have older people, but they're all living uh, in their but, own. But, but Miami and Dade County and Fort Lauderdale area is very populated very diverse um i mean listen, i i think california is is more dense and um you know just county san diego county san francisco yes i mean big cities major cities compared to florida so yeah there are some differences for sure but i'm just pointing out that in the end you know the you numbers just wonder, and, yeah you, you you just wonder if everyone had approached it like Florida, would we all be in the same boat, <laughs> right? And would we have saved a lot of businesses? I don't know. I, listen, I don't, I don't, you know. It's a good question. Know, I don't have that answer. What do you, then what do you think is going to happen with Texas and Mississippi? Obviously, they're getting a lot of backlash. Yeah, Texas, Masks off. Texas and Mississippi's decision to completely reopen, no more masks, it, it's utterly ridiculous. I mean, listen, I'm for balance. I've been for balance in this. I've been for smart decisions, smart leadership. Let people take some personal responsibility, whether they go in a restaurant or go in a business. Put, put the onus on those businesses to be safe and follow protocols. I'm not big on the government just shutting down and making, I believe a lot of these decisions are not based in science, even though they claim to be, they, they've been very uh, lack of transparency on specific metrics in terms of what would trigger an opening or a closing. Um, so having said that, then there's just idiotic responses. I mean, we're not through this yet. Right. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm curious, you know, uh, I agree with you. I right just don't now. understand why. Like, okay, Texas is fairly open to begin with. So is Florida. So is Mississippi. So is, you know, 
some of these other states like South Carolina and others. So why do you have to come out and make a statement that everything is open? Just start, just slowly reduce the restrictions if that's what you want to do. But why do you have to, like, is there another motive here? I don't, I don't understand. Um, the only thing I could think of, and this is the conspiracy theorist in me, as Biden's administration is trying to pass the COVID stimulus bill or relief bill, it's called, okay, with checks up to $1,400 per person, okay, and a lot of other funding for a lot of other things. The Republicans think it's too large and it's too late, okay? Uh, so are, are there, you know, the, a state like Texas, you know, you know, largest state, in, you know, one of the largest states in the country, saying, hey, we're kind of through this, we're opening up. Is that like a backdoor way to say, you know, we don't need these big $1,400 checks and relief bills and money for this? And again, I have no, that's just me, my, you know, how my mind works. Um, but it wouldn't be crazy to think that, you know, he, Governor Abbott was asked to do this by, by right. the Republican Party. Uh, so I, again, I don't know. Okay. That's a conspiracy. There we go. All right. I like this conspiracy hat you've got on now. Okay. (laughs) What about, it's it's politics. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's politics, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's, you know, report today, the CDC was supposed to release, um, new guidelines for people who are fully vaccinated. Okay. That they can socialize together more often, so they don't have to self-distance. Now, again, all have been vaccinated, both shots, 14 days past the second shot. It was put on hold. So, you know, there's some speculation this morning that they were in talks with the White House. Obviously, the White House is trying to get this bill through. If the CDC comes out with guidelines, in essence, loosening their guidelines for people who are vaccinated, or I should say coming out with guidelines for the first time for people who are vaccinated, that kind of is positive and, and, and seems to be like we're heading in the right direction. Is that bad to pass this bill? Again, conspiracy theories, but there were some articles this morning intimating that, you know, there's no evidence that the White House was involved in stopping the announcement today, but they kind of threw it out there that, you know, maybe it's bad, you know, bad optics and bad timing to come out with positive guidelines while they're trying to still pass this bill uh, that just passed the House, goes to the Senate now, and, you know, it's it's $1.9 trillion. So, uh, again. I know, another huge, yeah, huge bailout. Um, yep. Okay, really quick, before we, we talk some other pop culture stories, I am curious about the CPAC uh, convention that, that happened. And um, also, you know, you had sort of predicted that the Florida governor, DeSantos, would maybe be making a run for president in 2024, and it looks like that might happen. But even before that, it still looks like the Republican Party is the party of former President Trump, at least yeah. from what the CPAC stories, you know, the press coming out from it, um, Republicans saying that they would vote for him again if, if they were voting today. What do you to me, think me it's about that? news at this point. It's uh, he just is out of office a month and a half. He's obviously still very popular, especially with I mean, keep in mind, CPAC are the much more conservative. Yes. Republicans. They're going to definitely lean Trump um, and certainly a month and a half after he's just left office. Let's see in two years. Right? To me, that was, you know, that was just more of a 
It's still, yeah. you're, you're right. It's like still hot in the moment, but give it another year, you know. To me, the yeah. bigger story was that DeSantis got 23%. And, you know, I uh, I think DeSantis on the Republican side, assuming Trump doesn't run, is very formidable. Very, very formidable. I think being a governor, I think he, I, he's walked that line appeasing trump and i think he's gotten away with it at the end of the day he was criticized for how he handled covid yet his numbers in the end as i pointed to turned out to be very similar to democratic states that shut everything down uh the vaccine rollout for his state's gone fairly well uh yeah i i listen i think he'll be very formidable especially coming from florida you know if you put Florida on your board out of the gate, and obviously this year Trump won Florida and Ohio and did not win the election, which is unbelievably rare for a Republican candidate. You, you know, if you had told me Trump was going to win Florida and Ohio, I would say he'd be the president today. Georgia could flip back easily, especially being adjacent to Florida with DeSantis. Uh, you know, and then being a governor, you know, does 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 it does an Arizona flip back? I was going to say, what do you think of Texas and Arizona? Do you think, you know, Texas? Oh, Texas will definitely go with DeSantis. I, listen, I think DeSantis is going to be tough. I think he's going to be tough. Really? I mean, assuming that, yeah, I think he's good. If Trump doesn't run, I think DeSantis is going to be a very tough out. Very tough out. Very tough out. Okay, fascinating. Because I, mean, I feel like a little bit he got lucky with coronavirus. You know, not that. And, that was- and but you know what? Maybe he did. Maybe maybe completely did. But doesn't matter, right? First of all, I think a governor, you know, you know, if he doesn't have the Trump rhetoric and having managed a state through this, a state the size of Florida, you know, I could see an Arizona or Wisconsin going for it. Like, look how again, close they were. Early. Like, we're, yeah. the fact the fact that we're even debating this right now. I know, I know. But it I is. Mean, but, I mean, it was so close, right? In these states. Yeah. I mean, Arizona, Texas, Georgia. I mean, you do think if we talked about it many times on the show, if Trump had done some things differently, he he would be president. I would say for four more years. Yeah, and, and listen, we're all glad he's not. I, uh, listen, I don't want to speak for everybody, but uh, you know. Yeah, definitely. I but, but but a governor, you know, is, I think looked at differently, right? And um, to me, governors make the best presidents. They 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 they've, they've run states. They've had to pass bills. They've had to pass legislation. They have a huge budget they have to operate within. They deal with crisis all the time on the ground. A um, lot of things to navigate. You know weather catastrophes, other, you know, crime issues. So, you know, to me, a governor is always, in my opinion, going to get a little bit of a bum versus a senator. Uh, And again, you know, we'll see in four years, Biden. um, It's going to be interesting. I mean, the fact that we're already talking about You know, big pop culture story, of course, this week was the car accident of Tiger Woods. Um, Yes. That story. I mean, talk about a guy. uh, uh, We've said it on this show, you know, greatest of all time. But oh, my God, this poor man has like and some of it he's brought on himself. But 
one injury after another. He's had so many surgeries. Now, he nearly lost his leg. I mean, do you think he comes back from this? Do I think he comes back? Um, I think he plays again, but I don't, my sense is that he, you know, does he win another major? Does he win another tournament? I don't know the extent of his injuries to, to that degree. I know it's multiple compound fractures. I believe a broken ankle. Uh, but, you know, if there's no serious ligament damage and restricted, you know, he will heal. He's 47. Uh, he's in great health. You know, I think the fact that he's in such good shape probably maybe saved his life. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, a year from now, he's fully healed. I, you know, it's not like he tore his back up again or, you know, he, he lost movement in his hand or something like that, right? I mean, compound fractures will heal. He's probably got some pins in his legs. Um, assuming the healing process goes goes well, and I'm sure he's going to get the best medical care you can and rehab and everything. Yeah, I mean, a year really? from now, if he's playing, I, I wouldn't, like, put it past him. And my sense is he doesn't want to go out like this. Not that this was negative. I mean, he was probably speeding, but it wasn't like he was doing anything, like, bad, right? So 725 in the morning, I believe. Uh, well, so- you know, they are, they are essentially they've gotten a warrant for the black box of the vehicle because there is some question if he fell asleep. I don't think there's any question that he was intoxicated. Yeah, and but- listen, and that's happened to a lot of people, right? I'm, sure. I guess my point is it's not like he, it doesn't appear any drugs involved, anything. No like, drinking, no skin. Yeah. Maybe he was texting, who knows, trying to get to an appointment fast. I think he was going to a shoot of some sort. Um, so listen, I, I love Tiger. I love when he plays. I think, you know, I, you know, his, his documentary. And by the way, two episodes was nowhere near enough. I wanted 10. It was, yeah, that was and, really good. Like, I mean, I, I grew up with Tiger. I mean, he's only six years or seven years young. He's only six years younger than me. I think, I think he's 47. So, I mean, he, he transformed golf transformed who watch golf um and you know watching the documentary it brought me back to i didn't even you know you forget how how big he was yes and we talked about this before i mean to me there was jordan tiger maybe kobe maybe bryant Gret- wayne no. gretzky no. No. kobe bryant Gret- not, not it's jordan to me it's jordan tiger gretzky tom brady now sure. And Brady, that's it. Those are the, and maybe Serena in tennis. I don't think she didn't transform tennis, but I think she did for certainly for for, for what she accomplished. You know, especially women, you know, women as a of black color, female. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. She. I mean, listen, she's won what five hundred. I mean, some ridiculous amount. So you know, to me, that's the five. You know, in terms of a so-called Mount Rushmore, some will debate Tiger because Jack Nicklaus still holds the. Uh, the record on um, majors, but I think for that period of time in the nineties and and the early two thousands, and then certainly when he came back, there was no better player in golf ever than Tiger Woods. Yeah. I mean, he was competing against a larger field, a a deeper field, much more international players that were fantastic. I mean, the, the amount of wins 
consecutive. I mean, he held all four majors at one time, the Tiger Slam. Um, he's the he, to me, he's the best golfer of all time, uh, without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah, I agree as good as Jack was, and some of these other players. So to me, that's the Mount Rushmore of, of sports right now for me. Um, any other sports stories you want to cover this week that were that were? Um, no, I just so I wanted to ask you what what do you think of the Washington football team getting rid of the cheerleading s- squad and now saying it's going to be a dance squad after some okay. of the allegations? You know, unpopular um, opinion. I'm going to get slaughtered for this. Unpopular opinion. I don't want to see men dance. Okay, nobody <laughs> will. No, they don't. They don't. It's the truth. You know, either get rid of the whole the whole dance squad, cheerleading squad altogether, or just do you own- think it's uh, do you think it's fair that they're getting rid of it? Like, like, because, like, it just seems. No, I think that, look, who is the majority of people that watch the NFL? The reality is it's men, probably 40 to 50 years old, right? I, I say keep, of course, they need to be paid fairly. They need to be treated fairly. You know, everything that happened there was terrible to those women, 100%. But nobody is coming to see a dance squad with some dudes. They're not, okay? It's super, you know, it's Sunday. You want to go drink a beer. I know. And I just, I feel like either do away with it or just own what it is, which is a cheerleading squad. And look, lots of women want to be a part of that. It's not like these women are, you know, if they're treated fairly, which of course they should, and we all agree on that, they want to do it. So. No, do you want to see a man in tight shorts? They've had a lot of news this week. It looks like Alex Smith, who obviously comeback player of the year, fantastic story in Washington. Looks like he's going to leave the team. You know, came out with a statement saying something to the effect that he doesn't feel like he was wanted. You know, I thought we were past a lot of this controversy with with Washington. Well, he's not wanted. I mean, the dude's like, uh, you know, he's a broken mess. Why is he even going back? I I commend him as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's also business, too. I get it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, But but wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) What do you think of the dance squad? Uh, (laughs) You're not going to answer? Are you here for the You want to see some guys? You know, they're wonderful. They can flip and all that. But I don't want to – people don't want to see I them mean, at an NFL game. No. I, well, first of all, I don't – I'm not – you know, like I'm watching on TV. I don't even like to go to the games, to be honest with you. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I, what do other teams have? I don't even know. Like You've like, become soft. You're so politically correct now. I'm the one that's no. got an opinion on this show now. I'm like, no dudes. And look at you. You're like, well, you know, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding this, con- this topic. <laughs> I know. I was I know. referring really to more if you think that, I, you know, it seems like it's reactive to get rid of it in light of the stories. That's what it, that's where I was going. I look, I agree with you. And, and Alex Smith to me, I mean, a courageous man, like unbelievable. Another, I would, I would love for them to make him a coach. He's a smart player. Like to me, make him a coach, do something like that. I mean, I'm sure he wants to play again and, and that's fine. It's business. I get it, um, but we still don't have a quarterback for next year. To me, Hanky, Hanky, he's he's not the answer. So this defense is so good for them; they need a real quarterback who can lead them. Because you know the window, the window's short. You know, I know. You know, two to three years, and the defense will start turning over again, injuries and other things. So I don't know. 
but um and uh, you know we didn't even get to talk about this last week because we had lindsey watts on we were we were talking her uh new siege on democracy podcast but yeah. it would have been it would be awesome if jeff bezos really could own the washington football team but i don't think it ever is going to happen well yeah, not for a while not why, not, yeah I mean, unless something crazy came out, they're not going to force Snyder to sell the team. There's no way. He's going to build a big new stadium somewhere. Um, I think it's going to stay in the district. That's my that's my gut. But um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You know, real quick, do you think um, – so, so I've been having this conversation with some people. Do you think regardless of how many people get vaccinated – do you, do, do you think we ever get back to a packed stadium, like 50, 80,000 people or a huge concert or a, or a jazz fest or a packed restaurant or a bar where you can't move to get to the bathroom? Or do you think that's gone forever? No, I think it'll be back 100 percent. I do. do. Yeah, I think it might be another year and a half, two years. But um, but I think this is look, we're going to learn a ton of lessons from this. Right. Obviously, there are viruses out there. There could be others made. Um, You know, I'm sure there's investigations going on as to how this virus really happened. Was it animal to animal transmission or in a lab? They can't they're not conclusive about that, of course, because China doesn't disclose. But, you know, at some point we'll get to the bottom of it. I think we're going to be way more proactive now about viruses. Um, mm. And I think we'll move on. Yeah, I think 100%. I, I do think, mm. you know, you're going to see people, you see people at the airport before this, they'd wear masks to get yeah. on planes and stuff. And I think you're going to still, that will carry with us. I think you're going to have people I mean, that are. If you, if you, I mean, you know, if you look at what happened um, to the flu this year, it's non-existent. Because of probably masks and social distancing. So, you know, uh, you know, I think as you go through certain seasons, I, the, the key for me is going to be, do you need a second round of vaccinations or does it become like a booster shot, like the flu shot going forward? Um, to me, if it's just a booster shot once a year, like the flu, um, I agree with you. I think you'll see. But if on the back end of this, we see a huge spike and people got to go get vaccinated again, then, then I'm not sure. Um, I just hope the restrictions eventually allow businesses to thrive. Yeah. Right? Like, like a venue that would have had 20,000 people, hopefully they can get back to 20,000 people. But I do think there's going to be a certain part of the, the, the community that may just not want to go back to that they just may not i you know it'd be interesting to see how 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 that but i do think if you put a 9 30 concert on right now it'd be packed <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it would yeah you see it happening right i mean yeah. yeah um okay patrick where can people follow you patrick gm fox 5 dc we'll be back next week all right sarah hopefully you don't have a baby this week because that would be five weeks early but you never know so good luck with everything thank you yeah he's gonna stay in there a couple more weeks like three or four more weeks then we're good to go yeah (laughs) and then we'll get and then we'll get him out then we'll get him out all good okay patrick